coming our first the idp fantasy football show we kind of just winged this today and we're gonna get on it yes My boy sir. over here so yep. guys we uh we kind of went out on our own uh from the idp tipster.com uh don't want to spread any details about that but we are here to set you guys up if you see us on live right now via twitter or periscope retweet just hit us up with some questions mm-hmm. uh, pretty excited about this we're going to talk about a few uh defensive lineman rankings that my man jordan put up recently yeah i just wanted to post some stuff on twitter so i went ahead and did that uh yesterday and today i think i put the defensive lineman rankings up today and yesterday I put up the um, some D back, some defensive back rankings. So, and you kind of been popping out. I mean, you you got a lot of followers the last two days, right? I mean, kind of. I just it's that time of year, you know. People are hunting. You know, they're on Twitter. They want good stuff. You know, they want free stuff. So, I kind of, you know, I didn't accidentally drop my rankings the week before the season. I'm sure nobody does that. So, um, yeah, but I mean. It's what what happens, right, guys? Look, this one guys are eager. Everybody's kind of done their draft now, and you know I, I know that know. I've done all my drafts. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm actually in a draft right now. I'm fucking up over here. You pay more attention. <laughs> I mean, that's what we do, right? So, it's a free league, though, so it doesn't really matter that that much. All my money well, leagues, I'd never be on here if I was in a money league draft. <laughs> well, let's get to some rankings real quick. These are my boys' rankings, one through twelve of guys you should start this week. Yeah, buddy. These are all kind of no-brainers, obviously. But bro, I love Miles Garrett, bro. I mean, I think that the addition of Olivia Vernon and Larry Ogunjobi, I think, is really going to come out and do his own thing. You know, man, oh, man they're going to be solid. Sheldon Richardson might just make it that much better for him. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. you saw in the preseason, Olivia Vernon kind of went off with Sheldon Richardson next to him. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, Miles Garrett is just – he's – a cut from a different cloth, and he gets to play the Titans week one. I mean, can you ask for a better matchup than that? I mean, Marcus Mariota's already just running around scared. You know, now he's got good reason to be. That's so. for sure. And I mean, that being a whole game, I think the betting line on that's only like three and a half. I, I'm sorry, I'm betting the house on that. I think, I think the Browns wax the Titans three and a half. Yeah, it's You're only three. It's, it's only like a three and a half line. It was kind of that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. The, the bounce cover that. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. So that means if it was at um, you know, you get three and a half points usually because it's a home game. So you're mm. telling me it's a pick 'em if it's in Tennessee? No, bro. Like <laughs> give no. me that money. Like I mean, I'm I guess all... people are putting, I mean, we're talking IDP. I guess people are putting more faith in the overall Titans defense, but I mean, this is Baker Mayfield, OBJ, Nick Chubb, like if you think you're going to keep them within three, four points. You're, yeah, you're Njoku as well. With uh, who? Deion Lewis and Derrick Henry and A.J. Brown and who? Marcus Mariota, please. I think he threw 12 touchdowns last year. Yeah, I think not, he's I think he's thrown third, less than 30 touchdowns the last two years, something like that. It's yeah, nuts. He doesn't – they don't scare me, and yeah, I'll be honest with you. How all these points happen? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't think – I mean, maybe they expect you know a low-scoring game. I don't. I don't believe that's going to happen. I think. No, I think they can score, I think they can score 20, 24 to twenty-eight points. No I think problem. Baker going to blow them out of the water. Miles Garrett's going to blow them out of the water. Nick Chubb's going to blow them out of the water. OBJ is going to light them up. They very I mean, well could go from one of the top two worst defenses to the top five defense in the league. Yeah, 
they, I mean, and I really I believe that I, I'm with you 100% on Miles Garrett. Um, another one that I kind of came out of nowhere for me was DeForest Buckner. You like his play this week? Dude, he's playing Tampa. They just gave up. I mean, it was a preseason game, but I think that was mostly their starters out there. How many sacks did they have? Eight? Oh, bro, they, they got, eight they got nine? destroyed by Cleveland. And DeForest Buckner is the only guy on that 49ers line that you know is going to play. I mean, yep. let's just be real. You know, we we believe, I believe Nick Chubb will, or Nick, uh, Nick Bosa is going to play. I believe D4 will play. I don't know if I believe they'll play the whole game or the majority of snaps or that they'll be the top IDP producers. I don't believe that. Um, I think DeForest Buckner is massively overrated, especially if it's a D tackle. He's the number one D tackle to me. I mean, he averages 67 tackles a season um, as a D tackle. He can move all over the line. He just popped off and got first double-digit sack season last year. But, I mean, even if he doesn't get double-digit sacks to get you 67 tackles, combined tackles, even at defensive end. I mean, J.J. Watt puts up on a good season 74. I mean, this guy's, you know, less than a quarter of a sack away a game or a tackle a game from J.J. Watt kind of production. So I think that he's massively underrated, one, because he's on the 49ers, and two, because he's probably the smallest name on that, you know, that line for what it's worth. I mean, Nick Bosa is going to get all that shine. Nick Chubb's or Nick, Nick not Nick Chubb. Nick Bosa is going to get all the shine. DeFore is going to get all the shine. DeForest Buckner doesn't get the shine, but he shows up to work. He plays all 16 games. And I mean, last year for me, it was a massive breakout. And I don't think he even touched what he can do. So yeah, I like, uh, actually like, you know, DeMarcus Lawrence being on the list for me, I probably moved him up because I don't trust the Giants O-line at all. No. And he's so a good, I think Demarcus Lawrence could have one of those great games, you know, especially especially against a rival. Against you know, a rival, it's going to be an intense game. And it's week one, you know, people are going to make slip ups. You know, I mean, that's kind of when you're going to get your your if you're going to catch somebody with their pants down, so to speak. You know, it's going to be week one. You know, yeah. you not no matter how many times you go out there and play, you're going to have a little bit of jitters. I guarantee it. So I've always been high on Cameron Jordan. I have my my dynasty league. I've had probably 10 or 12 people try to get me to trade them over the last few years. It's not happening, bro. I'm not going to trade him. I'm not super high on him because I'm not a giant. I don't really, I'm not a big Saints fan. I'm okay with the Saints. I'm not a big Saints fan. But that week one matchup was looking a lot better when I made these rankings and Tunsil wasn't, you know, in Houston. Yeah. So, but Tunsil's going to be on the right side. Okay. All right. All right. I like it. I mean, Tunsil, you're going to focus on Tunsil and. And you yeah. got the new kid there who's definitely yeah, Davenport, who I think I don't know if he's I think he made my top 24. He's in my top 30. Top 35, I'm pretty sure. Now you um, got Kiko there, which makes makes it even more intriguing to me to have Cameron Jordan. Because yeah, now you gotta worry about a linebacker. But um Cameron Jordan, and it's just that matchup. I mean, Deshaun Watson gets sacked to death. You know, it's kind of funny because Andrew Luck just retired and he was, you know, he got sacked to death in that same division. It's like you guys need to figure out your offensive lines over there, take care of some of these guys. You know, Andrew Luck might might not have retired if he hadn't been hurt so much, you know, and he might not have been hurt so much if you had invested a little bit more in taking care of him. So at least it's good to see Houston, even without their general manager doing some of the right things. Um, yeah, I'm not sure Carlos Hyde was the answer for what – well, Carlos Hyde can do what Lamar Miller did, let's be honest. Um, but I don't know if – I don't know if they – how am I going to say this? I don't know if they 
are going to keep doing these right things because their their track record is, you know, they get offensive pieces and, you know, they got Deshaun Watson, they have DeAndre Hopkins, they have Kiki QT, Will Fuller. But it's like, where are your all-stars that are going to, you know, take care of these guys? You know, we can talk, you talk about Dak. He's so well protected, you know, and he's about to get paid, you know, because he can go out there and perform all the time. Deshaun Watson is going to want to get paid, but he would like to be paid with some sort of security, you know, in front of him, you know, and they need to protect him if they're going to pay him. You know, it's an asset. These players, you know, especially generational or talented guys like him, they need to be taken care of. So I'm with well, you 100%. I, we'll I really see, like we'll it. See if Cameron Jordan can get after him or not, you know. Um, so one thing that I was going to definitely look at and, you know, definitely seems to be one of your main guys here is where do you think Daniel Hunter's going to do with Atlanta there? Like That is tricky because Everson Griffin is going to be back. They have a good an improved line now, um, and it's in Atlanta, isn't it? No, it's it's at – the only reason I can tell you this because they're a three-point favorite against Atlanta at hmm. Viking Stadium. So, for me, that could be a pick em. I mean, that game could go either way because yeah. I like – no, it really could. It really could. I, I agree with you there because Matt Ryan, I mean, if he's shown anything the past couple of years is that, you know, he can go out there and he can go toe-to-toe if he has to. You know, he can keep his team in a game if he has to. I think what makes Daniel Hunter in a weird spot, you know, and I actually really like the opposite, opposite side of the ball uh, because they got, you know, Keanu Neal back. They got Deion Jones back. That That's scary yeah. alone. So you yeah. got to worry about with Daniel it's, Hunter, Hendricks is healthy. Um, you know that they could be solid right there. I, that's a fun. That might be the funnest game for me to watch on Sunday. I could still, but Daniel Hunter is such a good playmaker. I, he's such you a know, good player. And he's, he's a good player. He's a good playmaker. He's long. He gets his hands up. He bats balls down. He's always just. I mean, he's always right there. You know, even if he doesn't get there, he you felt him. And you know that's the again week one. You know Matt Ryan. When, you know, it's not a third string, you know, defensive end chasing you down now. It's, you know, a guy that's essentially going to, you know, be an all pro defensive end. You know, what are you going to do? You know, what it, it's it's going to be scary. And Matt Ryan is he's one of those guys that he can have those games, you know, where he does just come apart. Um, For sure. I know I saying he can win a game with his arm, but he can do the exact opposite. too. <laughs> he can. I mean, he, he's an MVP caliber player, but he's also one of those guys that falls apart. Now, if you really look at it, though. The last three years, he's a guy that I'm drafting because he's been top three fantasy quarterback the last three years. Yeah, well, I mean, it's gonna go away eventually, but they have so many good pieces around him. You know, Devontae Freeman being healthy for the first time in two years that could be huge for him. Mm, I'm like the biggest Devontae Freeman hater on the internet, but I mean, it helps Matt Ryan, true, true. I think there's other guys there. I mean. Okay, I'm not even gonna say it because I'll put my foot in my mouth with Devontae Freeman. People love that dude, so I hope I don't he does really. If he's got him, I mean, he was so, great. Yeah. I mean, ex- exactly. But he says he feels better now than he did in college. Hey, I mean, guys say stuff like say crazy things. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to point out real quick a couple of these guys on here. Um, I might not Clark, be. Though. Yeah, well, it's only ugh, I don't even want to talk about that. I'll tell you a Frank Clark story in a minute. Um, a couple of these guys on here might not be DL eligible, depending on your format. Um, but Khalil Mack, I know he's only DL eligible on Sleeper app and uh, ESPN. Von Miller, I believe, is the same 
situation. Let me double check that real quick. No, Von Miller is only DL eligible. Why well, I say DL? It's called an edge on uh, ESPN, but he's only eligible for that on ESPN. So he's going to be a linebacker for you in other formats. Sorry about that. I mean, that's kind of a bummer, but I still rank these guys kind of in that mindset of like as pass rushing options. So um, I'll tell you Frank Clark's story real quick. So I, my primary dynasty league, that's an IDP league. I took over this year and like four teams left. And so we did a total redraft thing or whatever with the guys that were left with the four new guys. And I got Frank Clark and I mean, it was a, it was terrible. I mean, the quality of players after the first four rounds was just bad because these teams sucked and that's why they left. So we had all these, not great players. So I ended up trading Frank Clark. This is kind of a long trade story, but essentially I traded Frank Clark, who was the top like six or seven DE for Jarek McKinnon. And that's not exactly what the trade was, but this is what the trade amounted to. But this was in like May. And so McKinnon was like kind of supposed to be coming back and being good. And I kind of got, I was, I'll just say, I kind of got duped. I kind of duped myself. I was like, oh, McKinnon, I knew not to buy him, but I needed running back help at this time. Well, well fast why didn't forward, you go get Kevin Coleman? Well, ugh, don't even talk to me. Better, okay, so better fast, than McKinnon. The guy, well, you know how leagues are. Certain teams don't make trades. So, this, you know, Coleman was probably on a team that wasn't making trades. And I don't want to have him Coleman. This story gets better. So, I basically, I got McKinnon, wasn't very happy with him, made some other moves, did some other shuffling around. I ended up with Chris Carson. So now I have like Chris Carson and Nick Chubb and um, Carry On Johnson, but Carry On was on IR or whatever, so I was still a little shaky on that. So essentially, it was like June, and um, Sony Michelle news was bad; his knee was flared up or something. And Jarek McKinnon news was good; he's on the track track. So I was like, "This is it! Like this is the moment you can make this Frank Clark trade better." So I essentially did a trade with this guy. Essentially, amounted to Jarek McKinnon for Sony Michelle. Woo! Feel really good about that right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah. I went from having Frank Clark atop basically six defensive end, which is incredible in this league, to having basically a useless running back to having essentially what could amount to a top twelve running back. So I'm feeling pretty good about that. That's my Frank Clark story. He was a. Uh, He's definitely got IDP potential. He's got, especially going where he's at. Like, think about what he did last year. And the Seahawks were on the field offensively a lot. Like, now he's going to be on a team that, you know, their offense can actually, you know, move the chains quickly and score quickly. Yeah. But, and Clark is going to, Clark is going to eat in Kansas City. He's going to eat people up. And week one. Week one, he gets to play the Jaguars. Nick Foles. Love Nick Foles. You know, he was an old-time Ram back in the day. Um, no, he's not going to He's not gonna walk away from that one clean. He's he's, he's going to get sacked at least twice. Oh, yeah, at least twice. And at least one and a half of those is going to be Frank Clark, I feel like. Is he, he is a little, a little timid on the tackling area, but Leonard Fournette is good at not breaking tackles. So maybe he'll get a few extra tackles, you know, that first week. And they're going to try and culture coach just yeah. check this out. What's up, coach? Uh, we'd love to have you on later. I, I love this dude. He's actually one of my favorite IDP guys. And yeah, you're going to see him, aren't you? This up in a day or two, yeah, right? Yeah, I'm actually going to go down to Vegas Saturday, right? So Friday night. Mm-hmm. Um, another guy, my uh, Nav subman, uh, my buddy Derek. Uh, where do you rank Vandrash performance this week? Um, Ooh, let me well, let me. I, look. Think I have I have that. What do you go ahead and tell me what you think? Vegas, baby. I love Van Der Esch. Uh, I think he's a top five linebacker for the year. 
Yeah, just every week. Just yeah, just he's, he's so elite. I, I mean, I love him. I mean, I, I have him in one of my leagues, and my buddy Brandon is trying to take him from me. Don't let That's him. not happening, bro. His for good. Um, this week, I think they're gonna try to do a lot of dump passes, which I'm loving Leighton Vander Ash for because you're gonna try to stay away from one of them, either him or Jalen. Can you can Saquon be tackled though? Like, has he ever been tackled? I don't. Know. Um, I think with that bad of a line, yes. <laughs> yeah, he's either tackled for a loss or he goes fifty yards. <laughs> Culture coaches like Vanderbilt Esh is <laughs> plug and play top five. I would say Leighton Van Der Esch, yes, is definitely a top five plug and play. Uh, see, I'm gonna get some heat. I'm supposed to put my I'm putting my linebacker rankings out tomorrow. The same kind of ones that are those DL ones I just had. I put out my DB ones a couple of days ago, and I'm looking at it right now, and I got Van Der Esch at. 10 10 oh, i mean i know i know i know I, I i could just give you a little taste i'll read you off who i got ahead of him it's kind of okay. hard to argue you got Dion up front right Dion jones gotta be up there he's he's a higher i have darius leonard week one at one obviously Duh. That's darius that's leonard. A, that's a gimme i got blake martinez at two because against I think, chicago mm-hmm I think he's going to – I don't think there's anyone else around there that knows what's happening. Their whole defense is basically new except for him. They are they just got another linebacker that's not from there. They have a rookie safety. They got rid of their safety from last year. They have a whole new offensive defensive line. I mean, Keekley's or not Keekley, Martinez is just going to – he's just going to be the guy. I don't I don't see a world where he comes away with less than 10 tackles on th- Thursday night. Um, then I got Luke Keekley, Roquan Smith, same game. I so I'm that, like Roquan Smith, but I'm going to tell you a quiet guy that I, especially for an L, LB2 for me, is the guy sitting right next to him in Danny Trevathan. Trevathan? Dude, look at the stats. They were very close. And you're talking about ADP-wise, you can drop back and get Trevathan and get almost the same stats as yeah, Roquan much last later, year. Much, and much, if you're in an auction later. league, he's going for a dollar. Mm-hmm. And he's going to get you 95 tackles for sure, basically. I'll take that all day, right? Yeah. So I, I, I love – DT, I love him. Yep. I got then I got Jayon Brown. I got CJ Mosley, Bobby hey, Wagner. Brandon, did you hear that? I put Jayon Brown high because I he's gonna be Brown, they're, they're gonna be they're playing the Browns and they're gonna be on the field a lot. And the Browns are gonna keep those drives, those chains moving and moving and moving and moving. And he's a coverage guy. You know, he's co- he, he's calling the plays. Yeah, and he, he's good, he's decent in coverage. He has he has sack potential. I mean, that's what I know. So he's a top five for me. I'll probably get some heat for that, too. I haven't dropped these yet officially. Because they're going to have to be on the field. I'm with you. I love Jay on brand. And I got CJ Mosley, Bobby Wagner, Deion Jones, Tremaine Edmonds, and then Leighton Van Der Esch is at 10. So, but I mean, these guys, it's like, you know, it's like who's going to have a better week, Tyree Kill or Devontae Adams? I mean, we can rank them spots ahead of each other and different, but I mean, this is a, it's an educated guess. It's, this is what I, at my so best. So one guy I, that I, I have in my, in my top 10 that he, I don't think he's really on your board a whole lot. Um, you know, we've talked about this is Corey Littleton. Oh, yeah, he, he's, he's I a think top, I have, he was a top five linebacker last year. He's kind of in the same situation. I think Blake Martin. Where it's like he's just kind of the only guy there that gets anything done as far as tackling. Well, I guess he's got John Johnson too, but yeah. So I have Corey Littleton and Leighton Vander Esch on my team. At one time, I had Leighton Vander Esch. Sorry, I had Corey Littleton, Darius Leonard, and Kiko Alonso. And now I'm doing like this massive trade with Darius Leonard to get Michael Thomas 
Ugh. you know. Michael Thomas is garbage. Expensive garbage. He's, he's good for 100 catches a year. Yeah, 100 catches at three three yards a catch. Wow. He hit he had, what 1200 yards receiving last year? I don't want to I don't want to get into the semantics of it. <laughs> um, you know, that's we can definitely go for days on He's just a really team. really souped up Golden Tate and just a slightly downgraded He's, he's huge. Yeah, he's huge. He does have that. But for I mean, being that big, he should be doing a little bit more out there. I mean, his quarterback spreads it more than almost any other quarterback. Except well, don't even get me started on Drew Brees. Drew Brees spreads it around. I mean, I don't know why he dropped down. To, that was his last year was like his first year, like uh, six years. He, he really does. Bro, last year he he threw to Michael Thomas and he threw to Kamara. I mean, he didn't really spread it around much more than that. It didn't feel like it was almost like. I mean, Cousins last year, it was Thielen or Diggs. It was like at some point, it's just like. And that's why that's why they didn't that's why neither of them won their playoff yeah, game. That's why I mean? I'm not touching Baker. Or sorry, I'm touching Baker, I'm not touching anybody else because Baker will throw it to nine people in nine plays. Shout out David and Joku, uh, probably a top five tight end that Landry, nobody wants to say. Joku and OBJ. Higgins. Who's guarding Evan Silva says something about Higgins today. He said Oh yeah, I like him. Yeah, I mean they have good chemistry. So yeah. he's a downfield threat. He's got good hands. Callaway's not in the background now, you know, running deep routes and dropping everything like, <laughs> and then, you and know, all, and all Higgins is, is one injury away, you know, which OBJ has a lot. I mean, he's at this point, he's an injury prone player to me. They we just got, they just got two more receivers too. That's what was crazy to me. Yeah. Yeah. But I think Higgins is Alan Taylor. Yeah. I saw that today. It came up on my, I think, uh, I, think I want him as a returner more than anything else. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, those were my rankings, I guess. I had, like I said, Khalil Mack is another guy. He's massive disruptor. You know, he probably needs to be a little higher. Some of these guys, you know, it's this is just my best guess. I have like, another league. I have him down as a D, a D lineman instead yeah. of a linebacker. And I'm like, Psh, I'll well, that's why I'm Sleeper, I love Sleeper. I mean, because they they give you that opportunity. I mean, they give him a double tag, you know, because it's a DL or a linebacker tag and you get to play him. I don't have to have him sitting on my bench like I have TJ Watt sitting on my bench right now, and it breaks my heart because he's one of the few guys on there that they don't have double-tagged. Him and Von Miller, are they hate for some reason, but everybody else that's an outside linebacker gets to be DL. I like Von Miller. I mean, I really do. Uh, I think he's going to have a good year. He thinks he thinks he's going to have his best year. I think We'll see. We'll I think see. I mean, he drops a little bit, though. We'll see. Well, well his reason I say Donald drops is because – Soon. Oh, Aaron Donald. Yeah, I, I don't think he's gonna repeat. He's not gonna have twenty. He'll probably. I could give 15. him seventy-five, eighty percent of his production he had last year. So fifteen. We go fifteen sacks. Uh, yeah, I could give him fifteen sacks. I could do that about one a game because he'll have games where he goes off for two or three. You know, they got a guy they drafted last year that was injured a lot, and he he signed this year. He's he's made the fifty-three man roster. Is uh, Oboronko from Oklahoma? Oklahoma. Obo Okoronkwo. I love his name. Oh. He mm, made the 53 man roster. He definitely is a pass rusher. So, what about this? They, they traded for Dante Fowler like yeah, late in the uh, season and he really didn't do anything. Really you think he's going to. I mean, he was elite, but if you're talking about a guy that literally plays the same position as him yeah. in Obo, maybe Oboe. he's going to. I've heard, I've heard the shorthand name Obo. I haven't Obo, heard. Oboronko I did, I've never heard his full name before, Obo. Yeah. It's because nobody wants to fuck it up. 
Dude, there's some guys in the NFL whose names are so hard for me to say. I'm just like, and I okay. can't. I, somebody- find, I have to like get on YouTube to like find somebody else saying it, and then I'm just assuming they're saying it right. It's okay. I, we know people that misspell Brian Burns. <laughs> Speaking of Brian Burns, in a league that we're in together, I just dropped him the other day. So you tell me I should go get him? Let me go check that. Whoa, 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 whoa! Chill out, chill out. <laughs> I picked up uh, Kazir White. You know the hype. He caught all that hype yesterday, and I was all about it. Yeah, I went and checked uh, on dude, my roster. I already had him on a couple of rosters, but I seen he was that on the waiver. That we're in together. My linebacking core is elite, dude. That's a, the problem though with that league is again it's one of those free leagues where it's like I care but I don't care. It's like if I lose all my money leagues that week and my buddies in my money league group chats are making fun of me, I'm gonna like go to those leagues and see if I won to be like, hey, I won some of my leagues this week. But yeah. if I'm winning my money leagues, I probably would look at those leagues. Yeah, I have three money leagues. Uh, one, I won two of them last year. So I have four money leagues. I won two of them last year. One, I didn't even make the playoffs because I was the 11th pick in the draft, which you're hosed at that point. I just want to be yeah, like fifth. I, keep hearing, I heard something today about how that spot is typically kind of screwed. Really? I was listening to the uh, Pro Football Focus um, – I think that's what I was listening to today, their podcast. And they were talking about historically, like the end of drafts, that that area is a bad place to draft. Historically, teams that draft from there usually don't win, which is interesting because I, I mean, I like that spot this year because you can double fist on some legit guys at that, you know, 10, 11, 12 spot. Um, I mean, up until like a week ago, I mean, Nick Chubb was always there. Dalvin Cook, OBJ. Michael Thomas, Mike Evans, Tyreek Hill. I'm like, how is putting two of those guys on your team not a good thing? But I guess it's because you have to wait so long. But up until three or four weeks ago, you were looking at Chris Carson and Leonard Fournette and, you know, Stefan Diggs and Adam Thielen even at that next three, four turn. But then, you know, you know how ADPs kind of go. They kind of shift, you know, and a lot of those guys kind of started rolling up a little bit. And then you were looking at, David Montgomery and Chris Godwin at the three, four turn. That's a lot worse than Leonard Fournette and Adam Phelan were looking. Yeah. I mean, I hear you. Uh, I got a question about your, uh, the rankings through the top, the other group, your other 12. So I'm actually going to probably pull it up up for you because, well, I like that stuff. So let's do this. Huh. I didn't realize Clowney was like a top 12 DL player last year. How the hell did he do that? He had 70 sack yards. Okay, that's your 19 one. tackles for loss. I bet that helped. Yeah, that'll <laughs> that'll do it. <laughs> that'll definitely do it. Holy shit. Aaron Donald had 41 quarterback hits. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't See, know. Maybe I didn't take some of that. I get quarterback hit points but if i was oh my gosh yeah he's a beast so we got him right here a little, right. little little chandler jones jonathan allen chris jones akeem hicks i like that one bradley chubb obviously that's pretty awesome when you got two players that are gonna be top 24 on the same team mm-hmm. well, Flowers. Like the d ford came in too so him and buckner i gave him a little shout out there and you got to. I mean, I think he's in a good spot. I love TJ Watt. Yeah, if I he mean, plays, he's going to be good. 
Love TJ Watt. Yeah, he's another one of those guys that's on this list, but he's only edge rush or DL eligible in um, ESPN, unfortunately. And but if you can find a pick his matchups, he almost he plays a lot of snaps, or he did at least last year, a ton of snaps for a defensive end, and he can get double digit tackles in a game, which is pretty rare for a defensive end. So you know, I like him a lot. I I couldn't justify putting him any higher, but I just wanted to, I wanted to make sure that he was on this list. Yeah. Um. So how do you feel about Trey Flowers this week? I mean, new team. New spot. I don't like, I don't know, honestly. Um I just am kind of going with the rookie thing. I think Kyler is gonna be good and they have a chance to win, but I think he'll fuck up enough. And I think with him moving around and you know, you can he's also in a good make, spot if you could go get DJ, right? So I mean Exactly. And if they're doing a lot of dump offs and they're doing a lot of running, you know, I mean he's gonna sniff that stuff out, you know, too. I mean he's gonna yeah, be that's on why I really like Trey Flowers is kind of the edge spot where he can seal it. Mm-hmm. Um not necessarily going to get a lot of sacks, but I do think he's going to, you know, they don't have a great offensive line, which is where you, why you got him there, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Is that, and like you said, the DJ thing, and if they're dumping it off to him, um, you know, and they're moving the chains, he's going to be out there a ton of snaps. Um, so, I mean, he, you know, he can get five, six tackles in one drive, maybe, you know, I mean, that could almost be worthwhile just to play right there. If it's a long drive and they have, you know, things get called back or whatever. Some of these drives. I mean, that's he's definitely a guy that could definitely have a big year. Who? TJ. TJ. Yeah, I think he's gonna. He's one of those guys. I think he could push for twenty tackle or twenty sacks. I'm not saying he's going to, but I think he's got what it takes to do that. He's on a team that could put his him in a position. Well, adding Devin Bush could definitely help him. Adding Devin Bush helps. He doesn't have to screw around in coverage so much. He can just rush hard, and he's. You know, he's a Watt that's not injured, you know. He's, my he's, favorite a, he's a young, young, healthy Watt, and he doesn't get anywhere near as much love as he needs to get. I mean, if you watch – and when you watch him play, he's an app. I mean, he's an absolute wrecking ball. Like, the dude is violent, and he's calculating, and he's cold, and he never gets hurt. And he just – I love him. And I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Steelers fan. I tweeted something earlier about black and yellow. I'm a Steelers fan, and I'm a Chiefs fan. Those are my two, like – those are my two main teams. You know, as the season goes on, you know, I jump on a few bandwagons here and there. You know, I've been known to be a Browns fan. As I've been <laughs> my whole life. I, and, I'm telling you, know, you, I love the Browns this year. Obviously, like I got mm-hmm. my man Baker Baker. I, I'm a Baker Mayfield fan. I was in yeah. from Oklahoma. But I'm uh, very happy that TJ Watt is on the Steelers, and I'm very happy that I think he's going to have a big year. I mean, it sucks again that he's not DL eligible on more fantasy platforms. Um, but that's the nature of the beast right now with he IDP. An Ngakwe fan, right? Oh yeah, Ngakwe. I love Yannick Ngakwe. Love that dude. Yeah, you've been you've been praising him up for weeks now. We've been having these conversations, and he he's yeah. one of those guys too, where it's like I don't think we've even touched. I don't think we've touched his ceiling. I don't think we've touched it. And when he's out there, and Calais Campbell is out there, and Josh Allen are all out there together, I think we might. I mean, I, and he's in a contract year. I think we might. I think we might get a little bit closer to what he can actually be in the league this year. This so do you think he has a little better – like do, they have a good front four. I mean, I would say they have a good front six, really, mm-hmm. in that yeah, game. Yeah, they're, they're still a great defense, um, you know. And but I think I, he's I – th- I don't want to – I don't know him personally. I don't know anything about him. But playing with Calais Campbell, a guy who is 
next level. And at 32 years old, is like next. Last year, he had his literal best season, essentially. He had the most sat, most tackles he's ever had. He put up the most IDP points he's ever had last year. And he's like 33 years old. When you're playing next to a guy like that, I mean, look at Jadavion Clowney. You just, you know, these guys cap your upside when you're next to an absolute monster. Yeah, you know? for sure. And, and, you know, you have to level up eventually. And some of that is him leveling up or Calais leveling down. I don't know what's going to happen first, but I think he's going to have a big year. And, you know, him and Calais are both on this list right there. I mean, I think they're both going to be able to That's get to – uh... A Patrick guy that Mahomes, I think they're going to get tackling opportunities because again that their their defense is going to be out there. So, yeah, I like a, a rookie um, because of the Jadavian Clowney move. I really like LJ Collier. Yeah, you've been on him for a while. Yeah, but and and I like him. I think he, he's in a good spot. I like even better if Jadavian's across from him. Oh yeah, Ziggy Anza. Yeah, and I'm not not a big Ziggy guy. Um, I think you could put. Um, clowning in the middle there if you wanted to, and people would really have problems. Yeah. So when Reed comes back, that line's going to be mean. It is going to be mean for sure. I mean, there's a few mean lines in the league right now. I've been on the the uh, Redskins line for a while. That's probably the meanest line, and it's so underrated. Nobody wants to talk about it. I got Jonathan Allen there at 14. I wanted to try and squeeze in um, Kerrigan, but. He's another guy that's only edge rush eligible on ESPN, unfortunately. But Uh, I saw that they, um, if you're on ESPN, actually, Jonathan Allen is listed as a um, D tackle, which I thought was kind of, yeah. Is he available in our league? Because I'm going to get him. I don't think so. I think, (laughs) oh my uh, gosh, really? Dan, I think Seahawk Dan might have picked him up. Hmm. He might even play some linebacker. I know he's legit. He had 61 tackles last year. Like yep. quietly just was awesome. You know, you throw three <laughs> more stacks onto that. And, you know, he's suddenly, suddenly an elite then... IDP option. I um, love um, Duran Payne there too. He's, I think, their actual detail. You know me, I've, I've been high on Duran Payne for a long time. I, he's, like, he's so good. So. He's, he's so raw too. He's like 22, 21. Yeah, he's young and full of energy. Yeah. And he just he's one of the scarier looking dudes in the league, too. Like he's just big. Like he towers over guys and he's like built. Ah. He kind of reminds me of Calais Campbell in a way. Who's another just a giant of a man. I think <laughs> I actually heard some rumblings on um I was listening to the big three IDP pod. Shout out to those guys, and they were talking about, you know, their Jacksonville wants to get all three of these guys on the field between Calais Campbell and Gakwe and Jonathan Allen. And that might mean Calais has to move inside a little bit, but he was, I mean, that's not like it, he would wreck people inside. He was just going to wreck people everywhere. And Had a guy, activated. Uh, Juan Rodriguez asked me, he's like, you know, with Nick Vigil being dropped, uh, should he get Rashawn Evans as an LB2? Uh, yeah, actually, I've been. I hope none of my buddies are watching this, but I've had my <laughs> eye on Rashad Evans, Rashad Evans for weeks, and he's on our waivers, and I just like can't figure out who I'm. I just can't squeeze him in yet. Like I've got a couple of guys that are probably super droppable, like Miles Gaskin, and you know just a few other players. But I'm just oh, like yeah. I'm dropping they, Miles Gaskin just because he's I, the number three. But the this league, you only have to start two two linebackers, and I already oh. have good linebacker so it's like it's one of those things where it's like i know he's super valuable yeah but my team to my team 
he's just going to sit on my bench, you know, and it's like, it's it's tough. I've had my eye on him. I, I like him a lot. I know there's some guys in the community that have him ranked on the year in the top 15 at linebacker. In our league, uh, Adrian Phillips was available. Right when James got hurt, and I was like, "Go get him!" <laughs> yeah, I went up to pick up uh, Nasir Adderley in that in several leagues. Who apparently he was like having a hamstring injury all off season. Well, apparently that was all just like smoke, and he's he absolutely good. Absolutely in the last, yeah, apparently they've just been like hiding him like the secret weapon. So I went and snagged him in all the leagues I was in where he, he was on waivers. I put him out of my um, top twenty-five rookies. So mm-hmm. before the season, because you, I love. Derwin James going out, you got to talk about him as a guy that could just. I mean, what if, what if, this is crazy, but what if we had the Chargers go back to back rookie all pro safeties? Like, that would be insane. But it's like, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility based on what I've seen out of him, based on the opportunity that's presented in front of him, based on the fact that, I mean, he's just a talented player and he went out and he had an incredible game in the preseason. Oh, it's the preseason. But it doesn't matter. He hasn't even been practicing. You yeah. Know, he hasn't, like he went out there and he was like the guy. He balled out. Yeah, it really did. Like, tell me on game day, he's not going to go out there and be the guy. Like, tell yep. me that to my face and believe it. I mean, yeah, there's, I mean, look at there's what five corners or safeties that are going to start. You got Abram, Juan mm-hmm. Thornhill, mm-hmm. Uh, Savage, Sat, Darnell, yep, Darnell Savage. 21 Savage was actually hilarious. Yep, yep. I actually, there was someone asked a question on Twitter about him, and I was about starting. I was like, you have to start him based on that alone. I was like, 21 yeah. Savage, like, yeah. he changed his numbers. You put him you put him in your starting lineup week one, yeah. and you win. <laughs> uh, who's the dude from Seattle? Uh, Blair. But did, Blair? He, he not, did he get hurt? Uh, yeah, he did pull a hamstring or something, but I think he's yeah. going to come back. I'm not, I'm not really worried about him. Uh, Nasir Adderley's another guy. That's five safety starters. Mm-hmm. And like, ridiculous. And I understand the I understand the hesitation on wanting to start a rookie, but in IDP, it's a little different than offense. A, you know, B, we just, you know, when you're putting this role, these guys can produce. We saw it last year with the several guys: Justin Reed, uh, Buda Baker. Um, who else was a Derwin James? We just talked about him. I mean, some of these guys can come on strong early you know and you know and if they're in a position to do that one is a good time to test the waters that's all i'm gonna say you know week one's a good time to test the waters you know if you don't feel and that's a weird thing about fantasy football sometimes i find is if i don't start some like one or two kind of of my bench i don't want to say my bench guys but guys that i i want to start but it's like it's kind of contrary and it's like well i shouldn't start him I'm never going to start him all season because I'm just going to be scared. Like if I get him in the lineup that week, first week, and he produces for me next week, I'm going to feel comfortable putting him in there. I had this exact, I put this on my Twitter the other day. I did this exact thing with Tyler Lockett last year. I drafted him in two of my, I only played in like two leagues last year. I drafted him in all both those leagues as my last round pick. I played him zero times, zero. He was like a top 12, 13, 14, 15 receiver. I didn't play him a single time. Why? Because I never put him in my lineup early, so I never felt comfortable. And when yeah. he was only getting four targets a game and he's on my bench, I never felt comfortable moving him up into the starting lineup. And I just – I could kick myself in the butt for not playing him in my flex week one and just being like, I got those points. I felt that rush. I'm coming back. You know, Instead, it was on my bench and it was like, uh, that sucks. He won't do it again next week. And they did it again. And I was like, well, he won't do it. And they did it again. And he did it again. And he did it every fucking week. And you know, I and never – 
you know, that's what I like. Uh, safeties and corners, uh, you know, this the only time I will start a cornerback is if he's a rookie because quarterbacks think, bro, let me go get this rookie, mm-hmm. right? And in that aspect, I will play a cornerback rookie. Dante Jackson, I started him in two leagues last year. It was like, why would you start a rookie? Dante Jackson finished in the top 10 of all all defensive backs last year. Mm-hmm. So, yep. And it's like – Especially when you're deep. Scoring is so – flat for corners because it just depends on how many opportunities you get in your area and because you know even a good one's not getting a bunch you know it's if you have to have something to pick i mean why not say that you know why not be like okay i'm gonna pick this young dude certain leagues where you have to play a corner or two corners Mm -hmm. yeah i'm in a league I, yeah, so, I think we're in one. We have to play. We have to. You have to play corner. I'm in one actually now. I have to go get but um, you know, all corners are going to score. You just it's kind of hard. It's hard to predict. It's impossible to predict to some degree. I mean, people will tell you they can do it, but you don't know what's going to happen in a game. You know, you don't know. You know, you might see a trend, but you don't know if that quarterback's going to play the, all the whole game. You just don't know. We just don't know a lot of things. It's just a best guess. And, you know, I pick up – this year I picked up, like, um, Tevin Taven Young. That was one guy I had, and he got hurt. But, I mean, I just picked him because I didn't really know. I knew he played a lot of slot, and I knew he could get tackles. But even when I looked at the scoring, it's, like, not that much different than a guy, you know, 15 spots below him, you know. And like you said, the rookies are just as useful as the non-rookies for the most part. And, you know, to some degree, sometimes even better, just depending on the matchup. You know, we're getting a lot of interaction. You know, it's something that we're going to do every week uh, between you and me uh, now that we started this new thing. I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, yeah, buddy, I know this um, This season starts in, I mean, two days. Less than 48 hours from now, I'm going to be watching real football. I'm not going to be talking to your bum ass. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, now that we're talking about the first game of the week, you know, a rivalry game in in conference. I'm worried. Who do you who do you take? What you got to pick one player? I, no, I'm gonna give you two because you're gonna. You're, I know you're gonna pick number one on each side. You have to pick two players. Who are you taking each side, defensively? IDP. I mean, it's obviously Roquan and Blake Martinez, dude. They're both in my top ten at linebacker this week, and I think they're you know they're gonna produce. They're beast well, that's mode. Two. I want two from each team. Two from each team. All right, so I'm gonna take those two. On then I'm gonna take. On the uh, Packers, I'm going to take a new guy there, Zadarius Smith. He just moved in from Baltimore. I think he's kind of underrated, um, and I saw a lot of good things about him early in the offseason when things were a little quieter. Now there's so much noise, I haven't really seen much about him, but apparently he was uh, manhandling um, Bacchiari, Bacchitari, whatever that is. Yeah, who's apparently a total dog in the trenches, and he was just – Apparently he was just having his way with him, so I saw I saw that on multiple occasions early in the off season that um, come through some stuff I was looking at. So I bookmarked that. So I'm gonna take him as a sleeper, and then on the other side of the ball, I'm gonna go with Akeem Hicks. He's not flashy like Khalil Mack or Eddie Jackson. Um, he's not as quite as, but he's dependable. He mm-hmm. averages like I think he's had like 55 fifty five tackles and like eight sacks the past three seasons, like pretty much just on the money. And, and if you look at it, the games that he does show out is robbery games. So yep. Yep. He's, he's one of the guys when he does show up, he does show out, you know, it's usually a two tackle, two sack and, you know, a forced fumble, you know, he, and he get, but he also has a steady baseline of tackles. So I, I play him confidently as a DN too. 
and I would play Roquan as my ML. Obviously, my I'm definitely going to take Blake Martinez uh, with you. Uh, I don't really trust any of the other linebackers because you don't know if Ty's going to play. Um, you know, it looks like Curtis Bolton and have gotten hurt, which sucks for that kid. He went mm-hmm. from an undrafted free agent to a starter, uh, tweaked his knee. Well, he's obviously getting a second opinion, but that kid is – he's real. I actually did an interview with him if you didn't check. Yeah, I remember, that's what I was going to say. That's the guy that you interviewed, right? Yeah, really not, really great kid. Um, can't really call him a kid. He's like 25 now. Uh, but I really like them. So Blake Martinez in my group of that. Uh, I'm going to take Darnell Savage. We talked about him, 21 Savage. I think that they're mm-hmm. going to have to pass the ball in that game. I got to get I, one of those jerseys. Yeah, it's, it's legit, dude. The fact that he get changed them for 21 Savage is a must-grab jersey for oh, sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. Even if he just is a total bust, I don't care. I'm wearing that thing everywhere. <laughs> um, we got another question. I'll get to Juan in a second. Um, my other guy for me, uh, I'm going to go – I told you I like DT, especially a lot of guys are not going to have Roquan Smith, but you can probably get Danny Trevathan, who mm-hmm. I think can have a very solid game. Definitely. Um, and and I love that side, but I I like Kendall Fuller because I think he's going to go to Devontae Adams heavy, heavy, heavy. Fight. So I think Kendall Fuller gets he he's gets all. Aaron Rodgers doesn't throw picks, but again, it's Week One. Like and I just feel like too, there's something about Week One. Tackles out of a corner. I'm taking. Take it. Take I'll it. take it. You know, all day long. Uh, I got a guy, Juan, uh, just hit up us in our chat group, breakout linebackers. So we're going to pick out – let's pick two guys each, breakout linebackers that weren't breakout linebackers last year. All right. Well, I'll take some low-hanging fruit here. I'll go with uh, Mr. Kazir White. Kazir or Kazir White from the Chargers. He apparently is going to – he's been competing with Perriman. Um, Perriman got hurt, so he's the starter. Could be one of those things where he just stays the starter. You that's know? what hey, Littleton. That's how yeah. Littleton became famous, right? Yeah, that's how you know, guys. This thing, these things happen. You, know, you can't hold too tightly to the guys that you love or like or whatever, you know. And another guy I'm gonna go with is one of your Browns. I'm gonna go with Mac Wilson. I know Shoop Shoop Schubert Schobert. I don't know how you say his name. He's gonna be on the field a lot. He's obviously the starter, but. I think Mac Wilson showed enough in the preseason to where he's going to play snaps and meaningful snaps every game. And I think and if he – And he's fast enough. I think he gets some tackles on um, kickoff, you know, maybe mm-hmm. some – Yep, he's going to – he'll be on the field. Like, they'll yep. get him out there. And I think even those guys, too, as he continues to show out and show up, his snap percentage is just going to go up and up and up until we're just – he's just one of those guys that you just play, you know, all the time. And it could be, you know – Kirk, Kirksey, he has some injury problems. Um, he's Schobert the captain, played, though. Yeah, but still, you know, I mean, coach is the coach at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, and if he needs a coverage linebacker out there that, you know, has three interception potential, you're going to play Kirksey, you're going to play Mac. So. Okay, I like it. Um, I'm going to go with my first guy would have to be Jayon Brown. Um, for me, He's given a position, given the opportunity to really show out this year. He's been more of a coverage guy in general, but I think he actually gets five sacks this year as a linebacker. Uh, I think he's going to get some pass breakups, and I think you're going to see two or three interceptions out of him. And I think you're still going to get maybe 100 tackles out of him, 100, 110 tackles. So for me, 
that's that's huge. Um, mm, solid, solid. I numbers. think everybody is really high on the rookies. Um, most people high on Devin Bush or Devin White, as you should be. I think Devin White is a little off me, and I and I compared him to the greatest Tampa Bay linebacker of all time in Derek Brooks, which he has that ability to be. But I'm going to go just a, a little crazy here, and I'm going to go after Carter from New York. Ooh, Ooh Lorenzo. Because they're going to be on the field a shitload. Because <laughs> nobody trusts Eli Manning. So, Got rid of that Goodson guy. Did, he went to the Packers, right? Goodson? Yeah, that just happened like today, yesterday. Yeah. So I like Carter a lot there. Um, me and I was talking to – I might have been talking to Juan about it personally. Uh, I like Carter a lot. I think that he could be the breakout guy. He's kind of flown on the radar. He came from Georgia, Georgia I'm pretty sure, um, which when you're sitting next to Roquan, you definitely are not going to shine as much because that dude's a savage. Yeah. Especially in college. So I, I, Go ahead. Go ahead. Finish up. So Sorry. I like Carter a lot in for my breakout linebacker. Um I think you could see one or two guys in that group. Yeah. yeah. I'll throw out one more. Um, we talked about a little earlier, Rashad Evans, who's basically, you know, pushed Wood, Woodson. Or he pushed Woodyard. Yeah, pushed out. He didn't play a lot last year, and he never had a double-digit tackle game. But, again, that's probably because of he didn't play a lot of snaps. He was productive on the snaps that he played, considering they were kind of minimal. And – he obviously show, show, has shown enough in camp to to get a starting spot. So, you know, you have to assume. And, again, Jayon Brown, I have him pretty high for week one. I have him high at season overall, too. And it could be another – it could be a situation like Roquan and Trevathan where they're both, you know, have maybe good, yep. you know maybe you get 90% of what you get out of Jayon. Both those guys are good picks because we don't trust their offense. Yep. Which but then, it's, then what happens on the week that Jayon's out, you know, suddenly – you know, Evans is the guy, you know, yep. he, you know, maybe their stats, maybe he passes them, you know, so it's possible. Yeah. I like both. I, I like both of them. I mean, I'm not a big fan. Uh, a, a guy that's definitely like flying under the radar for most people is the linebacker, the rookie linebacker, the other Williams brother at Jacksonville, you mm-hmm. know, Quincy. Or Quincy, Quincy, you know, you know, from what Kent state or something like that. And you went to Murray state. I only know that because that's not too far from where I live. And one of my buddies went to Murray state. Yeah, the only and thing got, a, a basketball player got drafted on Murray State this year too, pretty high. Jay Morant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> a actually, basketball player. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I know that because I covered it in my IDP four one one. Check it out on YouTube. Uh, of my uh, when I talk about Quincy Williams, I think that, I mean, he's filling Telvin's spot. Miles Jack is over to the left. Miles Jack could have a monster year, but oh, he's gonna, ooh, yeah, that boy. He, Right, which is why I also grabbed him in our league. Yeah. Um, That's what I was saying. That league where Evans is on the waiver wire, Roquan Smith and Miles Jack are my starters. And then I've got fucking Cunningham and um, I have like two other guys that are half decent just sitting on my bench, just rotting away. It's depressing. <laughs> I wish we could start more linebackers. <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm glad we can play four in that one league because I, yeah. I went and I saw it right okay. during that. Uh, feelings on Preston Brown this year in a tackle-heavy league. That's I don't even want to talk about that. Do you I like? Don't know. I just I just I got know. I just got from Mister 
He's so <laughs> blessed to me. Let's just put it this way. He might be good and productive and all that, but he's not somebody that I I don't have him on any of my teams at all. I don't ever look at him when I'm going to make trades. So you don't think he's going to show out? He could, but you know, I don't if he does I'll, I won't have him. I just, you know, I just he could, but he's not somebody that just stands out to me as a guy. I feel like his upside is somewhat limited. I mean, is, is that fair? Is that unfair? What do you think? I guess my question is, do you feel like he peaked? I mean, he's, well, he's not even that old, though. Like, it feels like I saw somebody tweeted something. I mean, he is at Cincinnati. They're pretty weak overall. He's got no. he's got uh, Jordan Evans next to him. I don't, uh, need, yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't like him. I mean, maybe I'm being silly. Maybe I'm not. Maybe something's going over my head. But you know, he's a linebacker three at best to me. I don't trust. You know, we talked. I think this was like our first um, conversation together when we did our first pod together. We brought up the Cincinnati linebacking core, and neither one of us were really no, keen. I, on them. I want the guys behind them. I want Bates and I want Williams. That's what I oh, want yeah, for sure. And. You know that that's I'm with you 100 on that. Uh, mm-hmm. But we got, you know, Vigil's uh, just got went down. You got Preston Brown is playing the middle linebacker spot. So I mean, he's got to be the he's guy. Got, he has good seasons under his belt too. I mean, he had 84 solo tackles two years ago. Like that's pretty good. I he mean, was at Buffalo, right? I yeah. mean, uh, yeah, he was at Buffalo. Yeah, he had 84 solo and he had 60 assists. So I mean, that's 140 tackles. I mean, that's big. That's a that big. Makes- that makes him a, an LB2 for sure. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. If we're, if we're talking about a team that's not going to score a ton of points. We don't expect him to get – so, yeah, I mean, that's a great question. I mean, yeah, way, yeah. I may. I need to pay a little more attention to him, I guess, is basically what I just learned right there. I've just kind of – I don't know. There's just nothing about the Bengals really so exciting. He comes right back like, should I drop him for Jonathan Abram? Who are your safeties? your other linebackers yeah, that's a really good question Give me the juice. i'm listening i'm listening yeah i need to know who's your who's your safeties biff i mean you're here on the you know you're online you're checking let's let's get let's get you a little chat action you know get a little 15 minutes of fame here that we're gonna hook you up with i think that uh i think that abram is somebody you want though i mean if i'm weak at safety i'm definitely looking abram's way yeah so um, Mr. i didn't watch hard knocks but apparently he was a beast his these are his guys, Justin Reed and Jabril Peppers. No, do not drop him for Jonathan Abram. I love Justin Reed. Jabril Peppers is going to eat in that defense because we already said they're going to stay on the field. The Raiders are going to toss it. They are. Who are his other linebackers? And how many? And the other thing, how many other linebackers start? Because if I'm just starting one safety, then I'm not messing around with them. If I have those two, yeah. Unless there's somebody, unless I have. And then that's the other thing, too, you have to think is, are there guys in my league that if he pops off, if, if Jonathan Abram pops off, I'm going to be able to trade him for somebody good versus if Preston oh, Brown pops God, off. Dude, this dude is loaded at linebacker. Darius Leonard, Blake Martinez, and Preston. Yeah, I would drop him. I Well, if that's my situation, I would drop. I don't know if I'd drop Preston Brown, though, because if you could. This is his other guy. We, uh, I've been blowing him up all day. If I can move Brown, for, yeah. If this is if you for a pick or and you have DT, Darius Leonard, Blake Martinez, go get Jonathan April. He's yeah. worth the stash. I don't. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that at all. Because that the other three, you're going to start the other three, right? 
Oh, we yeah. We're going to start Jerry Slater, Blake Martinez, and DT every week. Mm-hmm. Not even thinking about it. So, yeah, Biff, I'm with you. Uh, go drop Preston and go get some Jonathan yeah. Abram. If Abram hits and Peppers hits, I mean, you can move Peppers because he's a name. Um, if you have a Raiders fan, you can move Abrams. I mean, you need, there's more to this than just there's more to fantasy football than fantasy points. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, each league is a unique ecosystem. You've got you some solid guys in there. You have Especially to know. Especially if they stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Derek Lander and Blake Martinez are going to eat. Oh, and yeah. You so, probably won't ever need to start Preston Brown, so why would you even have him on your bench? Yeah, you know? yeah you're not going to – I'm going to guess you're probably in a three-linebacker league anyway like me and MFL. Um, I'm going to the season two up. Oh, he just helped me out. Two linebackers, two DBs, two defensive flex. So you actually could – you're going to start three linebackers here. You have to do it. Mm-hmm. But you are you telling me you can start four linebackers? Wouldn't you – you'd have to keep him, right? Yeah, unless there's somebody better available. I would probably start if, four that's the case, though, if that's the case, though, yeah, I would keep him. Again, it just depends on who yeah. else is on the bench. Keep Preston Brown. You, got, you have three solid linebackers. You have to – and you can play all three of them and play a middle linebacker as your flex spot, keep Preston Brown. I'm with you. Great question. Yeah. Uh, really hope you're enjoying the content. We actually were going to come on here for 30 minutes. We have been on for almost an hour, Jordan. Yeah, I know. We've just been – Some great questions, though. Uh, yeah. Hope you so guys good. are enjoying the content. Yeah, so hopefully we're helping you guys out. We're going to try to, I mean, I guess on um, Sunday morning, come on and do a live, you know, um, answer more questions, get prepped up for the game. You know, maybe have a little, uh, you know, maybe a little, 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 little cocktail, little, little, little drinky, drinky, a little, uh, little dad Christmas going on this Sunday. You know, I can't football. even tell you how many beers I had Sunday watching Oklahoma play because there's nothing else to watch but OU football. So I was down. Mm, apparently, this Jalen Hurts kid is uh, legit. I saw him come out and start as a true freshman like two years ago. Three years I ago. Don't, I don't know anything about college football. I'll put it that way. I know. Well, I'll put I, it this, I'm gonna help you out. The on a on a debut for a quarterback or any player, by the way. Yeah, he, I saw he had a great game. So, Blake uh, Baker Mayfield held the record at 350 some yards mm-hmm. and three touchdowns. Jalen Hurts had over 500 yards of offense and six touchdowns oh. that he accounted for. Yeah. Well, the thing I noticed about him again, because for whatever reason, three years ago, my fiance went on this bachelorette party and I watched college football on Saturday. And it was that game that Jalen Hurts had to like come out or start like really. He was like nobody. He was like a kid. Like Mm -hmm. he really looked like a kid. And I think Alabama won. And like the only time I've ever looked at him since then is I saw him once on the sidelines last year during, I think, a Georgia Alabama game. And then I saw him on TV yesterday. He's yep. man now. He's not a kid anymore. He's a man. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, whoa. Conversation. They're like, true freshman, 18-year-old. I mean, he's like a stick. And in my head, like, that's who Jalen Hurts is. It's like, he's like he's the third a man. Grade. He's 230 pounds, runs a yeah. four or five. He's on there talking to this woman, and he just, like, mustache on. He, like, he's just, like, bulked up. I was like, damn. I was like, he might be an NFL quarterback. Well, I, I told – he wouldn't have been an NFL quarterback at Bama because why? They're system quarterbacks. Two is the first quarterback they really let throw the ball. I don't trust left-handed quarterbacks. Let's just keep that out there. When it comes to if I'm going to pay Dak Prescott $40 million a year or I'm going to pay this guy $40 million for five years, who can run better right, than Dak, who can throw it probably more accurate. Have you seen the David uh, the David Carr video 
Yeah. <laughs> Bro, that is the ugliest looking passing from Dak Prescott. Right then, I was like, trade that dude today. I've been right? such a big Dak hater, but I've literally slowly, he's just slowly winning me over. I don't know what's happening. He slows me, win me wins me over when he has who? Behind I him. like it right now because yeah. as long as Zeke stays away, I'm like all in on Dak for this year because he's going to have to throw. And that's the thing we haven't seen Dak be forced to do. He's only had – he had like a – before he had those two big games at the end of last season – he hadn't had a 300-yard passing game since, like, week one of 2017 or something. Like, people will be like, oh, Dak's good. I'm like, and then, well, 300 yards is an arbitrary number. That doesn't mean he's good or bad. I'm like, that's great. He hasn't had one in 40 games. Like, like there are dudes that go out here and throw the rock for 300 yards a week, you know, like on a regular basis. And you're trying to tell me this dude behind this great offensive line when he had Dez and Witten and Amari, you know, he's, you know, people, he's had people, but yeah, anyway, that was my little dad. I'm going to stop Dak this year because Zeke is gone. And as long as Gallup keeps running through and if Cooper comes back out, I think we can see the best Dak we've ever seen. I got one more question from Juan. We're about to, we're about to cut it short, but Juan, we got you format, two linebackers, one defensive lineman, one cornerback, one safety. I have Darius Lander and Rashawn Evans. Uh, we like we said we both like both of them. Jerry Slender is obviously the dude. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, you know me, I, and it's funny. I got so much flack last year. I said Jerry Slender would be the steal of the draft in the third round. I said, I, mark my words, Jerry Slender steal the draft in the third round. What he do should have been the defensive MVP last year. Yeah, he really did. They gave they gave to Derwin right. Uh, yes. Or they get to Donald. Okay, yeah, yeah. He got – Leonard got rookie defensive player of the year. Okay, Donald so – Defensive player of the year. Question here. This is this is the league. Darius Leonard or Sean Evans. Questions are Todd Davis is free, Trevathan is free, Jared Davis is free. Should he stay with Rashawn? I would. I would wait it out because I think he represents a little bit more upside. I think he represents more upside than – any of those other three guys do. And I like think you said, it represents I, the same floor. I like DT. I'm a huge fan of DT. Um, I think uh, they're both going to see the field a lot, and I was high on him grabbing both guys. Uh, two linebacker, you know, league. You have you have Jarius Leonard, who's going to more than carry whatever you want anyway in most groups. You have the best linebacker one in football. Yep. And there's a lot of guys that are low on him for some reason. I'm even more high now that luck is gone. Like, yeah. let the guy fall out because they're not going to. I'm a little Keekly in the leagues I have him in. I don't know why. I'm just, I just have this weird feeling about well, him. The reason and... I like Keekly is because Davis is gone. Yeah. Uh, I need to get off of here soon, bro. We, okay. you, I'm here. We, we, have... uh, we hit an hour. You know, guys, this is our first time. Uh, we'll be at her every week. Um, yeah, we're going to try to like do some actual like podcast recording too eventually. It's probably not going to happen this week necessarily. I know Jared's headed off to Vegas. You know, I got football to actually watch. But next Radio week, Row with the Full Time Fantasy Podcast Group. We're yep. very excited about that. Yeah, we got uh, a ton of good podcasts over there. Go check them out. But hopefully, we can do a live Sunday morning, answer some more questions from people. You know, sounds great. Up. I'll be back. I'm going to. 
I'm going to drive back from Vegas. Uh, oh, yeah. Sure. You will actually be in Vegas. I'll be in Vegas. I'm going to drive back Saturday night. So if you want to okay. do a live, you can do a live. And yeah, just get- up to Sunday morning, just, you know, get out there, be with the community, you know, talk to some people, you know, share some thoughts, last minute, anything. I'm sure we'll have official depth charts by then, too, instead of these unofficial ones. So, so it'll be a good time. Jordan, it was great to have you. I appreciate you coming on. And, dude, I can't wait to be doing this every week with you. Yeah, dude, so, bro. I'm, I'm excited. I'm glad that we got, you know, 16 weeks of football ahead of us. Just yeah, next time so. we talk on this thing, it'll, we'll have some real stuff in our system. So we'll okay. be able to digest and process and keep rocking and rolling. And if you guys want to check this out, we'll be on Periscope. I'll also have it on the YouTube, uh, my YouTube video uh, real soon. I'll put that up tonight or tomorrow morning. All right. Peace out, fellas. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go.